Hello and welcome back. Um, sorry, it took me a minute to get back here. I've been doing um, a lot of other things that uh, I've been had on my plate that I need to take care of. I actually started my cooking channel. I teach cooking classes. I cook dinners for families. So I've been pretty busy uh, doing that also. But it is beginning to slow down for me right now because uh, I'm having issues uh, with my lupus. is beginning to flare up, so I have to cut back on what I was doing on uh, work-wise. But um, my topic today that I wanted to talk to you all about uh, is about uh, lupus SLE symptoms. Uh, it, you know, it's the pain awfully uh, more from joint to joint. And I suffer with it, uh, with SLE a lot because all my joints um, have a lot of pain and uh, inflammation and everything like that. But um, I have the most, where it most affects me the mostly is in my hands. And I noticed um, that where they removed the tumor on my right index finger, I have another one that have appeared in the same spot. And I have one on my uh, inner ring finger on my right hand also. And um, still working on trying to get in to see a hand surgeon. Um, I don't know if I uh, came in let you guys know what happened with the nerve test. Well, the doctor is not not going to be in on the 17th where I'm supposed to be going to get the results of this month. So they had to reschedule me. And my next appointment with him is not until uh, July. Uh, yeah, July. And... Um, is it July? No, it's not July. It's August the 11th. That's when my next appointment is with him. So uh, I've been calling every other day trying to see if they had any cancellations so I can try to get this information uh, about my neck issue. Uh, and so, but I haven't got anything cleared up on that yet. But with my hand... Um, I go to see uh, my internal medicine doctor on Monday and I'm going to talk to him about uh, setting me up with a referral to see a hand surgeon. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of waiting on trying to see what this nerve problem is with this right side of me. And um, maybe that the surgeon can get that information from them to find out and let me know what's going on before they decide to do surgery. Because like I said, my right hand, I, I, I got two tumors that done appeared on my hand and, um, and they are very sore, uh, just to touch them. It hurts. And with the weather been kind of chilly and raining here, it hurts even worse. And my fingers are swollen. And on Wednesday, I go in for my workup for me to start my chemo for the year. 
I should have been getting my chemo the early part of the year of this month, but it didn't work out that way. So now I'm going in Wednesday to see them and talk to the doctor and see where we're going to go from there and find out is my vitamin D levels is up to where they're supposed to be at. So, um, and my iron levels and make sure, you know, everything, my platelets and all that stuff is, you know, in place before I get, you know, start this chemo for this year. But, you know, like I said, with SLE, you know, it, it, it affects the joints. It's, it's, it's joint pains. It's swelling. It's stiffness. I mean, you know, it's, it's unbearable. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, for me, it's very unbearable, you know. And, you know, it comes with fatigue. It comes with skin rashes. I have been having a lot of uh, flare-ups on my back. I had end up getting uh, this uh, big rash across my back. And it was very painful. And and I was, it was itching and I scratched. And my daughter said to the point where I scratched myself till I draw blood. But that's how bad it was itching. So... It finally healed, but you know, like I said, I been going through a lot, and I know the reason why I'm having these flare-ups, the way I because I'm stressed about this test. I I want to know the results, and normally when I get flare-ups, it comes from me being stressed, and I don't like to be stressed, and and I like to to know what's going on with my health. And by the doctor is not going to be in this month and to give me those results the day that I need to see him, that I was scheduled to see him is on Monday. So I uh, just, you know, changed everything, you know, I had to change appointments and stuff. So I do see my internal medicine doctor on Monday. So I will see, can he actually get the results had and fax him the results to him and maybe he can discuss it with me and find out what's going on because um i'm tired of waiting i've been going through this neck issue for now going on three years and it's not getting any better it's uh now to the point where i was able to lay on my right side comfortable i'm not able to do that now I'm not able to sleep on my right side, so I'm mostly laying on my stomach trying to get some sleep. And then they decided they wanted to give me sleeping pills to help me sleep at night. But I don't want to be taking sleeping pills to be able to sleep. I want to be able to get this taken care of. And then, you know, like, you know, I it just... Like I said, with you no know, the SLE, you know, triggers, you know, and no, mine mostly is stress. It can come from sunlight. It can come from coldness, uh, information fatigue. If you smoke, it it can you know trigger your lupus, chemicals, uh, drugs. So you know, it just all different kinds of things that can set you off, you know, and with me, I've been dealing with it for a very long time, so I know what my triggers are. And like I said, 
with this last flare-up, I know it was from stress. That's where it's all coming from. And these ussels that don't pop back up, I'm no. They told me when they removed one off the indexing of before that, you know, they will appear again. So I'm thinking that that is part of, you know, me being stressed that, you know, help, you know, trigger that even more, you know. And it's hard to manage your stress at times, you know, and the way I do that, you know, I, I meditate and um, try not to worry, you know, and get angry and stuff like that. But, you know, sometimes it's unavoidable that you can't, you know, go, you know, ignore these things, you know, stuff like, you know, that, that, that sets you off. You know, and I really do try, you know, to not let stuff get, you know, get to me. But sometimes, you know, I'm only human and it, it bothers me, you know, and, you know, trying to plan ahead, you know, you know, try to help keep yourself calm and, you know, it's sometimes it works and then sometimes it doesn't, you know, because it does, you know, sometimes when you're in fatigue, you have a fatigue and the little something can set you off. The, the littest can set you totally off, you know. And a lot of times when I'm that kind of fatigued, I don't like to go anywhere. I'd rather be just closed off to my room, listen to my meditation, and reading my scriptures, you know, trying to keep myself calm, you know, because you have to, you know, Calm yourself, relax your body. You know, you know if you, you know, just start off maybe five, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes of meditation. You know, to calm yourself down. You know, relax. If not, if you're not going to meditate, just relax for those that amount of time. Just you know, shut yourself off from the world. Phone off. I put my phone on do not disturb, and I just sometimes I don't even listen to music. I just turn the TV off everything off and just lay there in silence and that seems to help me also because like i said it doesn't take much to you know set a trigger off you know and and once once it's off you know you, you set yourself off it's hard to pull yourself back in sometimes you know and there's other thing you know a lot of people you know, when they, you know, when they in that mood, they, they read, they watch their favorite TV shows or listen to calm music. Like I, you know, like I said, sometimes I listen to calm music, sometimes I don't, you know, or, you know, do yoga, meditate, you know, clear your mind. And, and sometimes when I'm really into that trigger mode, I will go and work with my plants. And that seems to help me also and try to ground myself i try to stay grounded as much as possible uh but like i said sometimes it's hard to even do that when you know with just a little something can set you off and stress is my most biggest thing and you know i 
eat healthy. Uh, like I said, I've been doing the Mediterranean lifestyle of eating uh, going on five years now. And I incorporate that in my daily life every day, you know, and that, you know, helped me to release the weight that I wanted to release. And now I'm almost to my goal. You know, I have um, another 20 pounds to release and I'd be at my weight goal for my height. And I feel good, you know, and I have uh, started back in my routine of doing exercises, but I'm doing chair exercises where I'm not putting a whole lot of stress on my shoulders and neck and stuff, but you know, I'm still, I'm working it in slowly because I want to be able to keep myself healthy and you know, stress-free as much as possible. And that's all mostly anybody that have any type of illness. Your biggest thing is you want to stay stress-free uh, because stress will kill you. And then when you got stress, then you got anxiety, you got depression, you know, and that I be trying not to go down that road of the depression stuff because I'm not, you know, wants to be the one that have to, where they be saying, oh, you, you know, we have to put you here. No, I'm not going that route again. And, you know. Uh, when you have all these um, SLEs, it comes with all different types of rheumatoid uh, arthritis. And I have the rheumatoid arthritis disease. And that caused a lot of fatigue for me. A lot of fatigue. And like I said, I've been had been putting off doing this uh, cooking channel and cooking uh, classes and stuff for a while, for maybe I'm almost about three years, and I finally just jumped off into it. And and now, since Adam got into it, my body is telling me, okay, you can't do all this. And now I'm cutting back on it until after, you know, my hands and stuff, swelling go down, uh, my legs, I was getting a lot of muscle spasm because I was standing uh, anywhere from eight to 10 hours a day. And then uh, on the weekend, I was uh, fixing uh, dinners for family, maybe four or five dinners per family, for a family, you know, for five different families. So that was a lot of standing also. So, you know, and my body begins to, you know, let me know, okay, you can't do all this. You know, you know, you got to cut back. So I am cutting back on doing as, as much as I was doing. But I'm not going to give up on doing that. I'm just cutting back and um, regroup because um, 
my health is, is very important to me, but being bored, sitting at home, not being able to do nothing. There's so much I could do with flowers that by me living in an apartment complex, I don't have a yard. So I have to have flowers and pots and stuff. So once I get all that done, I don't have anything else to do. I meditate. So, you know, or I walk, walk around the apartment complex or I go sit at the, uh, the pond area and try to recharge myself, you know, when it's not really, really being hot outside. But like I said, lately the weather been raining, chilly and stuff. So it's just that, you know, I'm trying to find other things to, to occupy my time, you know, because I read my scriptures and everything, but it just, I want, I want more. I, I'm thriving for more stuff to do, you know, so I was talking to my daughter. I was telling her, I was thinking about, you know, taking some classes, you know, coaching classes and stuff like that, you know, to give me something to do where I won't be standing because that's her biggest thing is she, she like, you, you, you putting too much pressure on yourself. You're standing too much, you know, I am so sorry about that. I am so sorry. <laughs> and I thank you. Okay. I'm so sorry about that, but it's just that I'm really trying my best to, you know, get myself together. And then I got two more of the vitamin pills to take up. They gave me 12 weeks of those to take. So I'm down to two now. And tomorrow I take one, then I have one more week to go. So, and then plus I took those um, Meditresse yesterday and they, you know, I used to take them in the morning time and they would have me so drained and tired all day. So now I begin to take them at night, like around in the out in the evening, around four o'clock in the evening. So by the time I, I, I am ready to go to bed and go to sleep, hopefully it will put me to sleep. And actually it do. It, it puts me to sleep. I don't feel no pain or nothing like that. And that's the only time I get a really good night's sleep is when I have to take the Meditresses. Because, like I said, taking the sleeping pill, it doesn't help. And uh, it doesn't, you know, I can still feel the pain, you know, in my neck. But when I take the Meditresses, I'm just, I'm out of it. So, it just, I'm working through a lot of different things. And like I said, you know, with this fatigue and stuff, you know, it's, it been triggering a lot of different things on me. And, and I know that I got to do better, you know, by taking care of myself. And it's, it's hard, you know, to try to not go, no, 
not be what you need to do, you know. And I'm, you know, they say that, you know, taking vitamin D that helps with the fatigue and stuff, you know. And they say I need to get outside more. Like I tell this, I can't stand the sunlight. Uh, it irritates me. It gives me headaches. It makes me dizzy. So when I am out and about, I have on sunglasses, big floppy hat, uh, long sleeves or something. No, covering my skin because I'm easily to burn. Although I put on sunblock, but I, my skin still burns. So it's, you know, lupus take your body through a whole lot of different changes. You know, it doesn't all happen at once. All of these different things gradually start happening to me over the years. And like I said, lately the fatigue have gotten a whole lot worse. You know, um, I be tired or, you know, to the point sometimes I can't, you know, I be want to do something, but I can't do it. But a lot of times I push myself to do it and then that's when other things start happening like my hands start cramping up or my feet start cramping up I start getting cramps in my leg or in my lower back so you know lightheaded dizziness so those are signs of telling me that you know I'm overdoing it I'm pushing myself too hard so like I say, once you learn what your triggers are and how to cope with your fatigue and stuff, you'll learn how to, you know, do different things to help you get through through that 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 time that you're going through that. But like I said, it took years of me going through different things to learn what I'm going through. Because when I first started having it, fatigue and stuff like that all they want to do is give me medication you know i'm like you know appeal appeal you know i'm sick of taking pills there gotta be something else so that's when my daughter started like okay maybe you need to start doing meditation you know and sitting with and that's when she started getting the crystals and stuff you know buying me crystals like here meditate with this hold this you know wear your crystals so you know those different things that, you know, over the years that I have learned, you know, other than taking medication all the time, because I want to get to that point where I don't have to pop a whole lot of pills because lately here, they've been increasing my medication back up where I had got my medication all the way down to where I was only taking like maybe three pills a day to now where I'm taking 13 pills a day, some days. 21 pills so you know i i don't like taking a whole lot of medicine but i take it you know because i know it's supposed to help me but if i can find something natural alternative to help me i try that also you know because like i said by me changing my way of eating that all came about in 2019 when they told me i had colon cancer they had to go in and remove half my intestine and then reattach it because of the cancer 
that made me realize, okay, I need to change the way I eat. And I learned that I didn't have to change the way I eat. I just had to learn how to prepare my food differently. And during the Mediterranean, it taught me that I could still eat the same foods, but it wouldn't have all that grease in it, all that butter, butter, you know, and my vegetables, you know, I can still have those, you know, and I can mostly saute instead of have to roast them all the time or, or steam them all the time. So, you know, I learned a lot of different things when I started doing the Mediterranean, that foods that I love to eat, I still eat it, but I prepare it differently. And I constantly, you know, people ask me, oh, you look so good. What are you doing? I do the Mediterranean lifestyle of eating. It's not fast acting. I let them know that up front. It's not fast acting. It's not something that you're just going to drop off fast. A lot of people say, well, you know, if you just stop eating carbs, I don't have to stop eating my carbs. You know, I don't have to count no calories and none of that stuff, you know. But I have released the weight. And like I said, I only got 20 more pounds to go. And when I get to that goal, where I'm at, that's, that's where I want to be. And I'm going to try to maintain that weight there. Because I noticed since I started releasing this weight over the last five years, I feel amazing. I really do. And where I used to couldn't walk a good 50 feet, I can do that now with no problem. Before, I would have to have my portable oxygen with me. You know, in 2000 and, yeah, in 2000, yeah, that's when they put me back on oxygen. So I couldn't even walk that far. So it's now to the point where I have oxygen as needed. You know, and I try to not depend on you no know, living off oxygen like that because eventually it's damaging to you anyway. So I I'm grateful and thankful that I'm at the point where I only have to have it as needed. Now if I'm traveling, I take my portable with me and when I wherever I go, I take it with me just in case I need it. Because if I'm gonna do be out sightseeing, doing a lot of walking and stuff like that, I need that to help me to be able to you know enjoy my outing, you know, and don't make it you know uncomfortable for someone else. Because like I said, you know, I have learned that you know by having lupus. Don't let my life stop. When I first got diagnosed with it, yes, I stopped doing everything that I love because I was afraid that if I was, you know, overdo it, I would kill over. But as years went on, I learned that I could do things in moderation. And I got to get back to remembering that. You know, with this cooking stuff that I'm doing, I got to do this stuff in moderation. I just can't just jump off into it and do it. So, I know for myself, the 
triggers and the fatigue and stuff that I've been going through, I brought that on myself. And I'm working on getting myself back to where I was. So I just wanted to come on and share that with you all and give you guys an update on what's been going on. I hope everybody had a wonderful Easter. And um looking forward for the, the summer to come in and everything. So I really appreciate you all for being here with me through all this and being patient with me. And namaste.